Hey everyone, Saltgrass Steakhouse is now open in Mishawaka. Wrangle up the crew and head down to Saltgrass Mishawaka for an unforgettable experience. Sink your teeth into mouth-watering char-grilled, certified Angus beef steaks. Sip on ice-cold craft cocktails. And don't forget to try the famous Spicy Range Rattlers, all made daily in the Scratch Kitchen. Start making delicious memories at Saltgrass Mishawaka, 5126 North Main Street, across from Lazy Boy Furniture Galleries. Dine with us today. Live from our WSBT Radio studios in downtown South Bend. Let's go! Come on! Ah! Welcome to Budweiser's Weekday Sports Beat. Wow, don't blink. A lot of major intestinal fortitude going on here. On your home for Notre Dame football. Knocked down by Wooden. The game is over. The Irish has upset Florida State. Notre Dame is number one. And Notre Dame basketball. Everyone ranked. Plus fighting Irish hockey. They score! Jake Evans scores! Notre Dame, 3.7 seconds away from a spot in the national championship game. The NFL and Major League Baseball. Oh my gracious, how about that? Sports Radio 960 WSBT, WSBTradio.com. The free WSBT radio app. Big time budgets. Now, here's your host, seven-time Associated Press Broadcasting Award winner, Darren Pritchett. It is a Friday, and we welcome you to Budweiser's Weekday Sports Beat. Eight minutes after 5 o'clock on this August the 18th of 2023. Sunshine across the area and a gorgeous night for week one for high school football players in the state of Indiana. Good luck to all the players, coaches, and parents tonight as their youngsters take the gridiron for the first time in 2023. Our Midwest Family South Bend broadcast team will have the Mishawaka, Mishawaka Marion Slugfest from Steel Stadium tonight. Brian Miller and Scott Bovenkirk on the call tonight from that grand old facility at Mishawaka High School. 7 o'clock kick. You can hear the game on our sister station, 96-1, the ton. Good luck to the cavemen tonight. Well, this sort of feels like when you're a kid, this is like the last day before the Christmas break gets underway. It's like a long day, and you got to go through the process. You got to do everything you're supposed to do. But then once you get past this day, then you've got plenty of time sitting at home, sleeping in, watching TV, playing video games, of course, reading a book along the way as well. This sort of feels like that because this is the last sports beat before we really get down to business. It's a game week the next time we come on the air on Monday as Notre Dame and Navy just eight days away. So when we get to Monday, it is full steam ahead for the Notre Dame regular season playing in week zero, the Irish and the midshipmen, game one of the college football season. So Notre Dame has the first opportunity to go 1-0 and 
in their brand new season. We'll have the game for you here on Sports Radio 960 WSBT. Kickoff is set for 2.30. I'll have the game day sports beat pregame show starting at 11 a.m. that day. Our Legacy Heating and Air game day interview show is going to run from 9 to 11. And, of course, post-game coverage after the game right here on Sports Radio 960 WSBT. Can't wait. Hey, let's face it. Sometimes the summer gets long. And I greatly appreciate you tuning in when you did over the summertime, waiting for this football season to get underway. You know, a big thanks to my friends from Blue and Gold Illustrated, Tyler Horka, Mike Singer was with you every week. Of course, we've added a couple of co-hosts now to the program during the football season. ABC 57's Allison Hayes joins me on Tuesdays. And Eric Hansen, the publisher of InsideIndieSports.com, Wednesday and Thursday. Mike and Tyler still join me. In fact, we'll start to change our routine a little bit once Notre Dame plays Navy. Tyler Horkin, normally you hear him on Wednesdays during the offseason. We move him to Monday when we get the season underway. So thank you for listening the last few months since spring practice ended. And now we get to have a lot of fun over the next 14 weeks. And hopefully maybe we'll have an important game to talk about in January of 2020. And 24. Who knows? When you play Ohio State, USC, Clemson, NC State, Duke, there's some great opportunities to get some pretty good wins. And if you win those games, then you set yourself up for an opportunity to go somewhere very warm to play in a very, very important football game. But first things first, you got to take on Navy, and I can't wait for that game coming up in eight days. And oh, by the way, for those of us that are really hockey geeks, today marks 50 days until the Notre Dame hockey regular season opener as they take on Clarkson at the Compton Family Ice Arena. Landon Slager, Drew Bavaro, Ryan Bischel, and your Irish. A new campaign is 50 days away as they'll play a non-conference two-game series against Clarkson, a team that they beat in overtime in the NCAA tournament a couple of years ago. Always old and skilled. It'll be a tough challenge for this group of Irish that have eh, quite a few freshmen. They're going to be probably suiting up for that game. So eight days for the football opener, 50 days until the hockey opener. We're on the air until 620 tonight. South Bend Cubs still up in West Michigan. And the Whitecaps, another early start at 635. So here's what we have coming up. Our hat trick of opening topics will focus on Notre Dame football and the Indianapolis Colts. You've heard of the AP poll, right? Well, a little different poll. It's the DP top 25 preseason poll. I put together my top 25 for the year. The Irish have been ranked 13th in the AP and coaches poll. I'll tell you, I've got the Irish higher than 13. And no, I'm not being a homer. I'm being honest in what I believe will happen this year. So my DP top 25 is coming up at the bottom of the hour. We have the results of our Twitter question of the day from yesterday. And today's question will run through Sunday. And it's basically your final predictions, your final chance to make a prediction on the record for the Fighting Irish football team this year. You can vote on my Twitter account, X account at 960 Sportsbeat. And then we'll have a short segment in the 6 o'clock hour, a preview 
of the Ohio State Buckeyes, who will be coming to South Bend on September the 23rd for a massive showdown. We can update you on the game from Wrigley Field in Chicago. The Kansas City Royals have picked up a 4-3 victory over the Chicago Cubs. The Royals win just their 40th game of the year. Bobby Witt Jr., a two-run home run in the sixth inning. Off Jamison Tyon was the difference. That shot put the Royals in front 4-3, and that was the final score from Wrigley Field today. So that drops the Cubs out of that tie for the final wild card spot in the National League with the Reds and the Marlins. So a missed opportunity against the Dismal Royals who are actually hitting 307 since July 27. So you're catching the Royals probably at the wrong time if you are the Chicago Cubs. Let's get started with our hat trick of opening topics. Let's start by focusing on one of the strengths of this year's Notre Dame football team. Even if they have a couple of injuries, they still more than likely are going to be in really good shape. Dela McCullough is the running back coach, and he is working with Audric Estime, Jadarian Price, Devin Ford, Jabron Payne, and the freshman Jeremiah Love. Estime, of course, played a lot last year. Top touchdown maker for the Irish. Jadarian Price, second year with the Irish, missed last year with an Achilles tear. Devin Ford, the transfer from Penn State. He has seen quite a bit of college football action, so an experienced piece of the puzzle. Jabron Payne, last year with this Fighting Irish football team. Now this is year two. And then Jeremiah Love, the newcomer. So Coach McCullough was asked, with Estime, Price, Ford, Payne, and Love in his running back room, what has it been like coaching this very talented running back room? Extremely satisfying. You know, just watching the guys, how they buy into what we're doing, um, understanding their role on the team, being great teammates, um, understanding our mantra of being um, detailed, dependable, and disciplined. Having an opportunity to see that every day is really good. What are the characteristics that you see that really stand out with all of them? Well, first of all, just their togetherness, their unselfishness, you know, I mean, just that unit strength um, comes through every day, how these guys help each other out. Next is their ability. I mean, you got so many different skill sets in our room, you know, extremely hot, you know, speeds, bursts, power, um, and all the guys are highly intelligent. So if you put all those things together, you know, in this form and in this system, um, we should get some high dividends, I believe. A lot of assistant coaches or head coaches are yellers and screamers, even about the littlest of things. Coach McCullough handles his group a little differently. I mean, I'll tell the guys, I'm not one of me. I'm going to give love. I'm one of them coaches who I'm not going to beat a guy down and say, you know what, let me keep the guy. No, I'm going to tell him, hey, you got to be able to handle the good with the bad. The guy playing well, I'm going to tell him he's playing well. If guys is doing the right thing, I'm going to say that. So the beautiful thing is having that type of unity in the room and just that camaraderie where the guys really enjoy feed off of it. They understand I appreciate them, and those guys appreciate what we're doing here. We're about to have an opportunity here shortly to show the world what we're working with. Well, we will see what the depth chart at least looks like on paper when the Notre Dame game notes for the Navy matchup release probably right before Coach Freeman's noon press conference on Monday. The expectation is you're not going to be surprised who's number one. 
That's the nimble big guy, Audric Estime. Then it's a little bit more of a guessing game based on fall practice. I would say there is an expectation or a belief that we will see the sophomore Jadarian Price show up at number two. Again, coming off the Achilles. Notre Dame, I think, once again will show us a three-man rotation. That was not asked of Coach McCall in his media session. But we saw three running backs last year in key situations of the football game. Not in mop-up duties, the third guy comes in. They've got a lot of good players, and I think that's what they like to do. Get as many of those players on the field that can help this football team and be productive. And three was the number last year. So if Estime and Price are one and two, best guess would be they would have another veteran presence coming in at number three in the Penn State transfer, Devin Ford. And then four and five is going to be in some order. We'll wait to see what the depth chart shows if they go down that far on the depth chart with Jabron Payne and the freshman Jeremiah Love. They'll take on a Navy defense that shut down the Irish rushing attack last year. Now, a big difference is Notre Dame has a quarterback that can really hurt them if they start to get their safeties and linebackers a little too close to the line of scrimmage as Sam Hartman can beat that unlike Drew Pine last year. So it's highly unlikely, even though Navy was statistically one of the best run defenses in the country and Notre Dame kind of helped that number last year, having a threat to throw the ball down the field and Hartman should and probably will make a big difference in this football game. So I mentioned you've got the two older guys, Estime and Ford, and Coach McCullough says they have done their job in the running back room and setting good examples on the field during fall camp. Thought, you know, I mean, so, you know, consummately positive, and then he puts it on the field the way he works. Devin Ford has been great coming in here. Um, a veteran guy came in. He probably got 100 pages worth of notes. Um, really got in good with all of the guys as far as his personality, how hard he works, he's fast, he's explosive. He's going to bring an element to our running back room and to our team that's going to pay dividends big time for us during the season. I would have to imagine Ford is highly motivated here in South Bend. A four-star running back coming out of high school, chose Penn State, and each year he was with the Nittany Lions, his role decreased. Now a new lease on his football career coming to South Bend, to be a part of this Notre Dame football team. When they first got Ford, I felt like it was a piece, but then you dig in a little more. When you lose Logan Diggs to the transfer portal and LSU, outside of Estime, you really don't know what you have in game situations with the rest of the group. Ford has that experience, and he can help this group on and off the field. So the Ford pickup, I like more and more as time has passed. So I think that's going to be a very nice pickup for Marcus Freeman, Coach McCullough, and this Fighting Irish offense. Jadarian Price coming off the Achilles injury. Coach McCullough, his thoughts on this young man getting back out on the field 
and putting himself in position to be an effective offensive player for the Irish this year. Yeah, I mean, J.D., I would say last, the, the jersey scrimmage we had, he took big steps forward. Uh, none of J.D.'s issues this camp were anything to do physically. It was all mental, you know, as far as, you know, trusting reads and understanding where he fits in the run game and getting to his particular spot and just detailing his routes and different things like that. So, I mean, I'm real happy with where he is physically, you know, and I told him now it's time for him to take a step mentally as far as being completely sound across the board, detailed, dependable, and disciplined. Um, um, Jabron has continued to be, you know, steady Eddie. You know what I mean? Shoot, the guy's extremely reliable, extremely dependable, you know, and just continuing to be available for us to do the things we need to do. So he's continuing to step up, doing great things. Um, he brings an element of power that I think people may not realize that he has, and just a high football IQ that separates him from some other well, we saw Price in the 2022 blue goal game take a pass in the flat and took it to the house, outrunning everyone. Electric speed with that power mixed in. We'll finally get to see JP on the field when the Irish take on Navy in eight days over in Dublin, Ireland. Well, Audric Estime had just a few carries during his freshman campaign, most of those in a matchup with Georgia Tech. We knew he was going to be a player that had a big role in the offense last year, along with Logan Diggs, and Estime did not disappoint. 156 carries for Audric, 920 rushing yards, 11 rushing touchdowns. Also effective catching the football, nine receptions, 135 yards, and one touchdown. Again, led the team in total touchdowns last year with 12 and the leading candidate to be the leader in that category once again this year. Audric Estime spent a couple of moments with the Notre Dame media, and here are some of the thoughts of the big guy getting set for the 2023 season and being, once again, a major weapon in the Fighting Irish offense. Not only running the football, but, hey, offering some protection for that Sam Hartman guy when he drops back in the pocket. Uh, yeah, blocking is very important to me. It's uh, what, what it takes to be an all-around back. And my, what well, I'm proud of myself this season is to be an all-around back, be one of the best back, all-around backs in the country. And that comes with blocking, pass protection, running routes, running the ball. So I say blocking is almost as important, or if not as important as running the ball. So that's something I've been working on a lot this all season. Yeah, he's a guy that he's a football savvy guy. He's a guy that knows everything on the field, and even knows my job as a quarterback. As the quarterback, so having a guy like that who played a lot of football is very good for our offense. And he's a guy that hopefully um, will open a box for us, so it'll be easier for, for running lanes for me and the other backs. What's it like being a leader in the Yeah, that's just me. That's my personality. I've always been a leader growing up, so it's just something I just. Something I just stepped in and came pretty fluently. And just, we have a lot of young guys and young guys that have a lot of learning to do, but I'm also a guy that needs to do a lot of learning. But I just try to become come in every day with a positive mindset, lead by example, and try to be a vocal leader too. Uh, yeah, they've been growing. They continue to grow every day with Coach. Um, they're working hard every day. And we had in, we've been testing a lot of new guys, but no matter who, with the ones, twos, they always – Bring 100% every day, and that's all you can ask for the guys up front. 
That is Audric Estime, running back number one for this Fighting Irish football team heading into the opener a week from Saturday. Also, since we're talking Notre Dame football, my co-host the last two days, Eric Hansen, mentioned that he's got a, a very nice promo to offer you at InsideIndieSports.com. And Eric did not disappoint. Eric wants you to know that our listeners have a great opportunity to take part in a special subscription offer for one year of Inside Indie Sports. Now, listeners, here you go. Through Monday, you can sign up for one year of Inside Indie Sports, the best coverage of Notre Dame football, men's and women's basketball, and Olympic sports for just $23 for the next year. That's right, just $23 for the next year. The offer is for new subscribers, plus you get access to all the other premium coverage throughout all the other college sites and the Rivals Network, content from national recruiting analysts and columnists, and access to recruiting rankings and the recruiting and transfer portal databases, all for just 23 bucks. Just head to InsideNDSports.com, click on the banner ad, and make sure you use this promo code. This is important. Jot down InsideND23. Again, to get this special offer from Eric, our listeners, this is for you. Head to InsideNDSports.com, click on the banner ad, and use the promo code Inside. ND23. This offer is good through Monday. All right, our third and final hat trick of opening topics for tonight. We move to the National Football League where the Indianapolis Colts and the Chicago Bears, after a couple of joint practices down in Indy Wednesday and Thursday, will play a preseason game at Lucas Oil Stadium tomorrow night at 7 o'clock. And Anthony Richardson this week has been named the starting quarterback for the Colts. The first-round pick, fourth overall out of the University of Florida, has dazzled the coaches during fall camp, and the rookie gets the call over Gardner Minshew. Shane Steichen made the announcement earlier this week. Richardson was asked when he heard the news what went through his mind. Uh, honestly, I was shocked, you know, uh... I've been grinding, putting in work just to, you know, get the title. But, you know, it's not really all about a title. You know, I'm, I'm just trying to make sure I'm ready for the team. You know, despite, you know, being labeled as QB1, you know, I still got other guys in the room helping me, you know, get to that standard. So I'm forever thankful for them. You know, I appreciate them, and I'm glad, you know, I did get the nod. And, you know, I do have the, the trust in, the, in everybody in the building to think that I am QB1. Is it ready or not? I mean, do you feel you're as ready as you can be knowing there's more to do? Oh, yeah, for sure. I don't think I'll, I'll ever be, you know, fully ready because there's always stuff I can learn, you know, day by day. You know, just getting information from Gardner. He's been in the league for, you know, four-plus years. So just gathering information from him, getting information from, from Coach Steichen, you know, just, just working day by day. So as of right now, I feel like I'm ready, but, you know, who's to say if I'm ready or not? That's Anthony Richardson. The Anthony Richardson. I can make it all in one syllable or two. Colts' new starting quarterback getting set to play a little bit against the Bears. We won't see Justin Fields, apparently, and some of the Bears starters in the matchup down in Indy tomorrow night. 
And here is Richardson on how important it is for himself to build relationships with members of this football team. It's just part of the responsibility of being the starting quarterback. Oh, definitely. And that's something I learned back at Florida with Coach Napier. You know, you got to know the people that, that, that you're working with. You know, you can't just know that their jersey number or their last name. You got to know, like, where they come from, their upbringing, because I feel like if you know more about the person, it, it helps you, you know, you know, play for them and play with them a lot more. So I just try to, you know, learn everybody and just figure everybody out so we can have a great relationship on and off the field. But things come, like, sort of natural for you, but physically, do you think you have to sort of shape that narrative? I mean, I'm blessed. You know, everybody knows it. You know, I, I continue to preach about you know me being blessed with you know everything God's blessed me with. But despite all of that, you know, you got to work. You know, um, the guy that, that jumps the highest in the world, you know, he still got to perfect this crap and, and keep trying to jump the higher because it's somebody else trying to jump higher than him. So I just try to think about it like that. It's always somebody. You know, chasing me, trying to you know attack me. So I just try to grind every day. You know, continue to perfect everything, even though I'm not going to be perfect. And I just try to work for that, for that uh, the opportunity, and you know, just continue to build. Colts fans, that's your quarterback. Hopefully, for the next decade or so, Anthony Richardson. Man, he has a strong arm. Impressive throwing the ball off balance, on the move. Of course, he can run with the football. So he's got. The matchup with the Bears tomorrow night, then one more preseason game, and then the Colts' first game of the regular season, September 10th at Lucas Oil Stadium, where Indianapolis will face the defending AFC South champion, the Jacksonville Jaguars, led by their young quarterback. Might he move to superstar status this year in Trevor Lawrence, the old quarterback from Clemson? So you look at the first couple of games, Jaguars at home at the Texans. It's not like they're playing the Chiefs or the Bengals those first two games. So opportunities for Richardson to get his feet wet before, wow, the third game is at Baltimore. The competition level will stiffen in week three. That's our hat trick of opening topics for tonight. Notre Dame football and the Colts going with Anthony Richardson. We'll take a timeout. Well, the preseason is almost over, so how about a top 25 list? We'll give that to you coming up in a moment as Sportsbeat continues on WSBT South Bend. I'm in favor of uh, execution. Maybe maybe our entire team needs to be executed after tonight. Notre Dame football coverage continues now. Uh, here at Notre Dame, to have a chance to play these kind of teams, you have an opportunity to jump up and, and maybe in some ways be a spoiler. Budweiser's weekday sports beat. We're talking about Stanford. Yeah, if you want to ask me a question about Stanford, I'm all ears. I'll pass. On Sports Radio 960 WSBT. And most of the football players who chose USC over UCLA because it's easier to spell. Budweiser's weekday sports feed on WSBT Radio brought to you by Budweiser for 13 years. Folds of Honor and Budweiser 
have provided life-changing scholarships to military families. Join United Beverage in raising a bud to raise funds for Folds of Honor. By Barnaby's of Mishawaka and Granger, now with three locations to serve you, Barnaby's the Family Inn. By the Food Bank of Northern Indiana. Hunger is a story we can end. Find out how at FeedIndiana.org. By Bethel University Adult and Graduate Studies, visit BethelUniversity.edu slash solid ground for details. And by the Mishawaka Education Foundation, granting a better future. All right, preseason polls. That's part of the fun leading into a college football season. You know all about the AP poll, but well behind in prestige is the DP Top 25. So I put together a Top 25 of the preseason. And like I mentioned earlier, I have the Irish a little higher than their number 13 ranking in the preseason AP and coaches polls. So here you go. Here are some of my thoughts leading into a brand new season. We'll finish up with the four teams I've got in the playoffs. At number 25, I'm predicting this team to win the Big Ten Western Division. Brett Bielema's fighting Illini of Illinois. They'll go 9-3 with key wins at Kansas, Purdue, and Wisconsin. They will lose to Penn State, Minnesota, and Iowa along the way, but I think they'll be the last Western Division champion. At number 24, it is Lane Kiffin's. Ole Miss running Rebels at 8-4. Love their running game. What are they going to get out of their passing game this year? I've got Ole Miss with some key wins over Arkansas, a win at Auburn, and they win the Egg Bowl over Mississippi State, but they're going to lose at Alabama, at Georgia, home to LSU, and I think they will lose to Tulane. Number 23 in my top 25. A team without a home next year, the Oregon State Beavers. I've got them 9-3. They'll beat UCLA, but their three losses at Washington State, at Oregon, and home against Washington. It's always hard to put this team in the top 25 the last 20 years, but I'll put them in. Probably they won't last long, but our old friends, the Miami Hurricanes, are at 22 I think they'll beat AM and Louisville, but they're going to lose to some really good teams on their schedule. They're going to fall in road games to Carolina, Carolina State, and Florida State, and I have them losing at home to the Clemson Tigers. All right, my top 25 for the preseason. Number 21, a Notre Dame opponent, the Wolfpack of NC State. I've got them going 9-3 this year under Dave Doran. I've got them losing to... Probably the three best teams on their schedule, all at home, Notre Dame, Clemson, and North Carolina. But I have NC State beating Louisville, winning at Duke, beating Miami, and also winning at Virginia Tech. At number 20, I've got Oklahoma. But they were a major disappointment last year. They were in the top 10 in the preseason, finished unranked. I've got Oklahoma at 9-3. and three. It's weird saying a conference win over Cincinnati on the road, but that's the case, at least for this year. They're last in the Big 12. I think they'll win against Iowa State and at Kansas and at BYU. The Oklahoma losses, the Red River game to Texas and Stillwater to Oklahoma State and to the national runner-up last year, TCU. My top 25 moves to number 19. I've got from the Pac-12, the Oregon Ducks at 9-3. and three. There's a lot of good teams in the Pac-12 and a lot of bad teams, not much in the middle. So I've got Oregon actually 
winning at home in an upset over USC. But they'll lose at Texas Tech, at Washington, and at Utah. At number 18, an undefeated team, Tulane. I've got Tulane going 12-0. They'll win at Memphis at East Carolina, two of the better games on their schedule. And I think they will beat Ole Miss in a non-conference matchup. At number 17, the runner-ups last year, the Horn Frogs of TCU out of the Big 12. I've got TCU going 9-3. They lost a lot of personnel from last year's playoff team. I think TCU can win some of the coin flip games at Houston, BYU. I've got them beating Texas at home and also winning at Oklahoma, but they're going to drop some games you don't expect, like at Iowa State, at Kansas State, and Baylor, although Kansas State could be really, really good. My top 25 moves to number 16 from the ACC, the North Carolina Tar Heels. It's a good year for the Irish not to play the Heels with Drake May back at quarterback. Could be in the running for the number one pick in the draft next spring. For North Carolina, they'll win a rivalry game in week one over South Carolina. I think they'll beat Minnesota in non-conference action and a conference win over Miami. I've got Carolina getting upset at Pittsburgh, losing at Clemson, and another loss at NC State. I just mentioned this team a moment ago. From the Big 12, coming in at 15 is Kansas State. I got the Wildcats at 10 and 2. I think they'll win in Stillwater over Oklahoma State. They'll be Baylor. They'll win a game against Kansas, a rivalry game, but they're going to lose at Texas Tech and at Texas. Number 14 in my preseason poll. The Texas Longhorns out of the Big 12. I've got Texas 9-3. They're going to lose an early season tilt in Tuscaloosa to Alabama. Also lose, I think, in an upset at Houston and at TCU. They'll have key wins over Baylor and Oklahoma. Number 13 of my preseason top 25, the Washington Huskies out of the Pac-12. I've got Washington going 10-2. They're going to win at Michigan State, early season non-conference win over the Spartans. I think Washington at home will beat Oregon, but their two losses to the other two really good teams in the Pac-12, a loss at USC, and also Washington will lose at home to Utah. Number 12 in my top 25 from the Southeastern Conference The Tennessee Volunteers, remember, they were number one in the initial playoff ranking last year. Then Hendon Hooker tore his ACL and things fell apart for Tennessee, but they had that incredible win over Alabama in Knoxville. Their two losses this year at Alabama and home against Georgia. At number 11, a Notre Dame opponent. The Clemson Tigers out of the ACC. I've got Clemson going 9-3. I think they can win at Duke, at NC State. They'll beat North Carolina in Death Valley. But I've got Clemson losing to the Fighting Irish of Notre Dame at home to Florida State. And I think Clemson stumbles, surprisingly, at Miami. So I've got Clemson 9-3. Now to my top 10 in my preseason poll at number 10, the Utah Utes. I've got Utah going 11-1. They've got a veteran quarterback, and they've had a recipe in beating USC. They got them twice last year, but I think Utah drops their only game this year in the Coliseum to USC while beating Florida. 
winning at Baylor, at Oregon State, and at Washington. Coming in at number nine in my preseason poll, the Fighting Irish of Notre Dame. I've got the Irish going 10-2. Key wins at NC State, at Duke, and at Clemson. Their losses to Ohio State and USC. At number eight, the Penn State Nittany Lions. Penn State feels like this is a go year for them. In particular, next year, even a bigger go year. They don't have to play Ohio State and Michigan now in the same year moving forward since it's going to be one conference rather than having to face them in the division every year. I've got Penn State winning at Illinois against Iowa and Michigan State, losing at Ohio State and home to Michigan. At number seven in my preseason poll, Florida State at 11-1. I'm all in on the Seminoles. May come back to bite me, but the chips are in the middle of the table. I think Florida State wins at Clemson. They win at Pitt and at Florida. Their only loss to Brian Kelly and the LSU Tigers. At number six in my preseason poll, the USC Trojans who will come to South Bend October 14th. I've got USC 11-1, an upset loss in Eugene to Oregon. I think they will win at Notre Dame, home against Washington, and a win at home over Utah. The team on the outside looking in for the playoff, coming in at number five, roll damn tide. It's Alabama. I've got the Crimson Tide at 11-1. They're going to win at home over Texas, win at Texas A&M. They'll beat Tennessee at home and the Iron Bowl against the Auburn Tigers. Their only loss at home to LSU. Now to my four playoff teams at number four. Similar recipe for the Ohio State Buckeyes. They lose to Michigan but still make the playoff. I've got the Buckeyes 11-1. Wins at Notre Dame at Wisconsin. Home against Penn State with the loss in Ann Arbor to Michigan. At number three, I've got the Michigan Wolverines going undefeated at 12-0. The schedule just does not have that many landmines. Their three biggest wins probably will be at Penn State, at Michigan State, and home against Ohio State. My number two team in my preseason poll, Brian Kelly's LSU Tigers. I've got LSU going 12-0 in the regular season, beating Florida State, at Mississippi State, at Ole Miss. They'll beat Auburn at home. They're going to upset Alabama, a rare Bama loss at home, and also beat Florida. And my number one team on my preseason poll, the two-time defending champion, Georgia. I think they'll go 12-0. Their biggest test is at Tennessee, and I think they'll win at home against South Carolina, Florida, and Mississippi. So I've got Notre Dame number nine in my mythical playoff in the semifinals, Ohio State versus Georgia, Michigan versus LSU. We can throw the preseason polls away after this week. We get down to business next week. Notre Dame, the first game on the schedule against Navy in Dublin, 2.30 kickoff right here on WSBT Radio. Twitter question of the day is next on WSBT. This is the Budweiser's Weekday Sports Beat Twitter question of the day from Sports Radio 960. 
WSBT. Yesterday's question, what needs to happen for Notre Dame to have a successful season, in your opinion? Three choices, make the playoffs, make a New Year's Six Bowl game, or just be better than 2022. Third place, 8% of the vote, just be better than 2022. Second place, 39%, make the playoffs. Tall standards. And winning the vote for the Irish to have a successful season, in your opinion, make a New Year's Six Bowl game, 53%. Today's question, you can find it right now on my Twitter account at 960 Sportsbeat. It's time for final predictions for the season for the Fighting Irish. What will their regular season record be? 12-0, 11-1, 10-2, 9-3, or worse. You can find that question, and we'd love for you to vote on my Twitter account at 960 Sportsbeat. Sports update in a moment. A preview of Ohio State on the way as Sportsbeat continues on WSBT. Hey everyone, Saltgrass Steakhouse is now open in Mishawaka. Wrangle up the crew and head down to Saltgrass Mishawaka for an unforgettable experience. Sink your teeth into mouth-watering, char-grilled, certified Angus beef steaks. Sip on ice-cold craft cocktails. And don't forget to try the famous Spicy Range Rattlers, all made daily in the Scratch Kitchen. Start making delicious memories at Saltgrass Mishawaka, 5126 North Main Street, across from Lazy Boy Furniture Galleries. Dine with us today. 